Welcome back, or welcome to Dependence the Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And we are doing it on Zoom. We're cool. Yes, we are cool. And we're not doing... I'm not there with you guys. No. She's lame. She decided to leave us, so... It was not a choice, really. It was I mean, a choice. Sort of, but not really. And a uh, little quick housekeeping. I'm interrupting you because you just don't. And um, we have, since the Penguins are out of the playoffs, we're doing it every other week now. This is the second to last one yep. that we are going to do. We're going to take a little break. We'll come back when free agency hits. Because that should be in like August, right? That's when free agency is usually. I think so. I'll I'll just I'll effort that and let you know. Okay. Keep talking. That's uh that's what we're gonna be doing. Um yeah, so we're gonna miss you guys, but it's the summer. We've got stuff that we need to do. We've got you know vacation, more important things. I mean the pay a podcast is obviously important, but we're not getting paid to do it. So, you know, we got other stuff that we have to worry about. This is the podcast. Abby, how have you been? How have I been? That's what Good. I asked. Um, I haven't done a whole lot. Spent way too much money at Hobby Lobby this afternoon, so that was fun. As one does, as one does. Yes. As one does. Yeah. Okay, so Although, free agency actually starts on July the 13th. Okay, so maybe like, uh, you know, a little bit after end free agency starts. End, end of July, we'll be back. Probably, yeah. Just, just stay posted, stay posted. We will have a recap of the Stanley Cup final. Hopefully all three of us can be there for that. Yeah, we'll find out. And uh, right now, it looks like it's going to be the Rangers and the Avalanche. Unfortunately, in the you know, n- not not for the Avalanche, but for the Rangers. Unfortunately, for the Rangers. But the Rangers have been impressive. The Rangers have been impressive. Igor has pulled himself together since round one. <laughs> yes, yeah. he has. Thoughts thoughts on that? Uh, thoughts on the Carolina and the Rangers game? Series. Series. Yeah. Uh, housekeeping over. Now we're getting into the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Thoughts on the Ranger uh, series with the, 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 the Avalanche? You mean the, the Hurricanes? The Hurricanes, yeah. I, I, uh, thought, I, mean. I thought that the uh, Rangers, when they, when they got down three to two, um, pulled a lot of the nasty tricks that they did when they were down three to one against Pittsburgh. Um, a number of the key Carolina players suddenly got injured. Wow, I wonder how that happened. Ah, Jacob Chuba. Anyway. Um, I believe you mean true butt. True butt, yes. <laughs> anyway, the um, – so, yeah, I mean, look, in all honesty, I don't like it, but I also kind of wish the Pens played that way where, yeah. you know – guys are taking advantage of your team so you're gonna you're gonna do your best to to not necessarily take them out to try to injure but to to rough them up Mm -hmm. and we just I don't think we have anybody on our team that that does that um and so I think maybe and I know we're gonna get into this a little bit later but I think if Tanger if Gino go that some of what you're gonna need to get back is some very physical defenseman um who play good defense and are going to, to punish players for coming into the hard areas. Uh-huh. So that's, that's uh-huh. my opinion. 
Yeah, I think I think the series was an extreme disappointment because I thought Carolina could could beat them in in a, I thought they could beat them really really well. You know, you you I don't know the way they played against Boston. You know, it yeah. went to seven, but Carolina was the better team in that series too. And I just I was expecting so much more from them, and I was severely disappointed. But mm-hmm. also, you have Auntie Ranta in net. He goes down sometime late in that series. You're, they're they're playing second and third string goaltenders in that series as well. So like yeah. obviously, when they have Igor in their net, it's it's gonna tilt the ice in their direction. So. Yep. Not happy with the outcome of that one, but yeah. I, on, on that note, I saw an interesting stat that the Rangers, this playoffs, have faced more second and third round string, third, second and third string goalies than they have first string goalies. Yeah. Because Freddie Anderson, I don't think, played a, played a no, game. No, he, he's been out. Yeah, he was out the whole Jari playoffs. played one game, so that's one game. And now three, they played against Vasilevsky. And the rest of them, they played Ranta. I think Ranta went out in game five, six of that Rangers series. Yep. So they're playing mm-hmm. a third stringer for the last two games. And then obviously Deming, you yep. know, KC played maybe a game in like a quarter because he no, went out the second, the second well, overtime. That's, that's true. So very, very disappointing. But yes. Okay. Thoughts on the Colorado St. Louis series. Man, it was tighter than I thought it was going to be. Like, for a minute there, I thought St. Louis was going to beat them, which was shocking. But obviously they didn't, which is what we all expected. But I will say I was extremely disappointed with St. Louis fans because I love St. Louis fans. They're awesome. But I was extremely disappointed with all this stuff that happened with Kadri, those fans Mm -hmm. that were, like, threatening him. I'm just like, man, it's a game. Like, I understand that it means a lot. And sure, whatever. But, like, you can't threaten a guy like that's just that's taking it way too far and it didn't make me so I'm like why the heck I I believe his family got threatened as well which is completely completely out of line way Uh out of line um but I also I'll also say this though I understand I understand the anger because that that was a cheap shot from Kadri and you Mm -hmm. can't tell me he wasn't trying to take their goalie out I'm Mm -hmm. sorry it, honestly, honestly, it was reminiscent of Jeffrey Carter trying to take out uh, Igor Shurkin in the Penguins Ranger series. In my opinion, it's very reminiscent of that. Maybe like, I'm, a, I'm a Penguins but, fan, but Kadri's that, that came and he that, that, that was sarcasm, right? I, Kadri, is, like Kadri, Kadri is claiming that he got pushed in to Bennington, yeah. and I don't know how you get pushed in when you're behind the guy. Yeah. Right there's no. there was nobody behind him. How does how does he get pushed in? Uh, unless unless Kadri was going to you know forecheck you know run the guy into you know and the guy slipped out of the way and he's like well I was going for a check on the defenseman and just momentum I don't know where were you doesn't pass the eye test sorry hey I I haven't seen it like more than once but yeah yeah yeah. But overall, the series was really interesting. It was one that surprised a lot of people, I think. But Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, Edmonton and the Flames. Oh, my gosh. That first game. <laughs> I was so yeah. excited because I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, Calgary's got this, man. They're, 
they they got Mike Smith's number, and then it's just like they came out and won four straight, and it's like okay, whatever. No, there but, there is there is a strong case. I mean, obviously not, but Mike Smith, the unsung hero so far of the Edmonton playoff run. If it weren't for Mike Smith and then and Evander Justin, Kane, Evander Kane. That unfortunately, would... Evander Kane. What do we always say though, guys? If you get a hot goalie in the playoffs, yeah, yeah. you can do anything. Uh-huh. Yep. It's and when you have you have the greatest you know goal scorer on on the in planet the league right now. Yep. In the so league. like when you have goaltending and you know the greatest goal scorer and pro- honestly probably two of the top five best goal scorers in the league, you're gonna. Uh huh. Can't disagree with that. They have. They have. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's. But that that was it was it was kind of. Guys, they what? have Ben. They're not. They're not. They have Ben. They're not gonna just That's give true. up. That's true. For ben because That's true. Lewis in 2019, I keep saying it. Lila. They want Lila, and mm-hmm. Edmonton has more to fight for than just pride and getting their name stuck on the cup. Like they mm-hmm. have to fight for Ben, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just spurs players on even more. So yeah. I would not be surprised if if they beat Colorado actually. So yeah. Yeah, that that series was a little underwhelming for me because it went five games. I was like, oh. and it was you know, the battle, the battle of Alberta. It's going to be you know seven game series, knitting grit, well, like three two games, defensive. I'm like, no, like when the first game was like what nine to six, nine. Like, yeah, the what? And then I mean, it kind of it kind of got back to like you know normal hockey numbers, but it it wasn't really competitive in my opinion. Like Edmonton pretty much controlled the pace of play throughout those entire. Series. Yeah, but, but every every game was close though. There wasn't really a lot of blowouts. No, but like I don't know. I, it just never felt to me that Calgary was really in it. To the eye test for me, and as someone who was pulling for Calgary, fair enough. You know, it was just like you guys. There's they played not to the level that I know they can play. Like they've been playing high all season. Maybe they peaked too soon. Is possibly what happened, and then they just you know be. plummeted. Who did they play in the first round? Dallas. And they, Dallas, they had to right, yeah. seven because of auto. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, right. honestly, they had the Battle of Alberta and then the Battle of Florida were like the two biggest second round matchups. And it's like mm-hmm. both of these were so boring. Yeah. And like the underdog was the team that controlled the, the pace, entire series. The, the pretty much the entire series. Yeah. Enough. Good segue. Battle of Florida. Florida, Tampa. Thoughts? Barf. That's it. That's all. Barf. Okay, so, so the question is then, right, um, do we do we want Tampa to advance and win three straight? Or, <laughs> or do we want them to fail here in the conference finals or in the, in the Stanley Cup finals so that <laughs> You know, look, Pittsburgh's still tied with the uh, back-to-backs. Look, the question, let, I'm, asking, the question I'm asking is, do you think Tampa will be able to beat a really good Edmonton team or an incredible Colorado team? Like, do you think Florida's yeah. even capable, Tampa's even capable of that? Because they're looking really tired right now. So if they do manage to beat yeah. New York, do you think they'll be able to win in the final? I don't think well, so. Well, okay. See, I think the reason they look tired is they're playing in the New York. They played in Madison Square Garden those first two games. That is a tough place to play, especially when you've already played the most games as a team in the past two years. 
Like you have, That's- you they have played the most games out of anyone in the league the past two seasons because they made it to the finals both years. Mm-hmm. So lots of wear and tear. They're a super old team, okay? And when Vasilevsky's looking shaky, you're pretty much screwed. Like Tampa does not have, in my opinion, the ability to to be out a lackluster performance by Vasilevsky. Does that make sense? Like they don't have right. Their team if, is if not Vas- Vasilevsky isn't the star that he is. One hundred ninety-five percent. You're right. you're you're screwed. Pretty much. In my, that's that's what I think. And especially against that Rangers team, where Igor can play. They they are built to play when Igor is not playing. You saw that in the Penguins series. Like those two games, the 7-2, 7-5 games, you never felt safe. I didn't feel safe. Even when you were up by five or four, I didn't feel safe because that team can score at will. And when they score, they score in bunches. Yeah, like three to five. <laughs> so in my opinion, I don't think anyone coming out of the, the, the East can beat anyone coming out of the West. No. I think the cup, the the, the two favorites should be Edmonton and Colorado, like betting favorites to win the cup. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because the difference between Colorado and Edmonton and Tampa, uh, not Tampa, yeah, Tampa, Tampa and the Rangers, those two guys, very dependent on their goaltenders. The the Colorado and uh, Edmonton are very dependent on their offense. Yeah. And if those That's- two teams, who, we're in for a heck of a finals, no matter who gets in either way, yep. because you're going to have a elite goaltender on the East against two of the best firepower offenses in the West. That's, it's going to be a good, good, good finals. I it'll hope be, it'll be a fun uh, matchup because it'll be, like you said, it'll be goaltending versus offense, right? Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. be, it'll be the, the, the goaltenders against, um, McDavid or McKinnon mm-hmm. or McCarr or Dreisaitl, you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah, name your poison. Yeah. 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 It'll be, it'll be amazing to watch personally. I think. And I just want to say if the Rangers do go into the finals against the avalanche, they will be facing another backup goaltender because Darcy Kemper is injured again. And it's yeah, Pavel Frankus. That's right. That's right. First, first playoff game, I believe for Pavel Frankus starting and he I got a shutout so. last night. It was, it was an impressive game. They scored three goals within two minutes and three seconds of each other. And it was all, all the same line. Jeez. And real quick, oh. before, before I want to talk about that game real quick because segue. But but Colorado. Second period up, is starting, by the way. Okay. Sorry. Colorado up two nothing on Edmonton. They moved to Edmonton tonight. They're playing second period, as Jim just said. But last night, or two nights ago, I was watching the game. I was watching the second period, and they had just scored their three goals. I just turned it on, and I was like – because I got a notification. I was like, oh, it's one nothing. I'm going to turn it on and eat dinner. I turned it on. All of a sudden, it's 3 nothing, and I don't know what happened. But I was like, I just got a notification. It was one nothing. Anyway, dry sidle on the ice against Nazim Kadri, okay? <laughs> They're getting ready. They're getting ready to take the face off. They face off. Uh, dry sidle high sticks Kadri in the face. They call it dead face off. Rentonin comes in to take the face off. No whistle on the high stick. No penalty. No whistle. No penalty on the high stick. No whistle on the high stick either. They go to do it again. Face off. One by Rantanen. Dry saddle high sticks Rantanen in the face. No call. Like two minutes later, 
Dry saddle. High sticks cadre again. No call. Like three seconds later, Rantanen is in the puck battle. He lifts his stick up, hits dry saddle in the face. High sticking. I was so irate. I was like, what That's the heck is amazing. going on? And that is the problem. That is the problem with the NHL referees. Okay? Kadri well, okay. Rantanen. Not as high profile stars as dry saddle. No call. Let's I, talk about you, star power. Let's talk about the Canadian the, star power is what it is. Let's talk about the 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 um the kick, no kick in the in the last game of the of the um, Battle um, of Alberta. That should not the, have that was, yeah. Where I, the, I, I don't know where you're talking about. It was um, Blake. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it, Abby. Um, so Blake Coleman was going in, uh trying he was taking the puck to the net and he, or something like that and he got it passed to him because he was in front of the net he was mm-hmm. moving towards the net it went off his skate and into does. the back of the net and That's a good call. well yeah except it got called off because they said it was a distinct kish, kicking motion but in my opinion he didn't move his foot at all i mean maybe mm. a little bit but it was it was the go ahead goal or maybe it was mm-hmm. a game time goal in an elimination game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it was quite. I I wholeheartedly disagree with the referee's call on that one because I would say that that was a goal eighty five percent of the time, most likely. We'll see. Well, if if the elimin- NHL wants to fix this uh, this referee rule, us three should learn how to skate and become referees and just we you know we do all the high games like that, important so the, games. A couple of things. First of all, the the distinct kicking motion that they called it, there it were about five other games this year where they allowed a goal that was worse than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, my, th- my thing is I heard that the NHL is, you know, shifting to more of an offensive, you know, league, right. which is why you're seeing all these eight, six, nine, seven, you know, games, which I think right. is great because it's going to grow the league because people like offense. Right, right, right. And NFL, you know, the 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 Kansas City it, Buffalo game. Oh, that uh, was amazing. Yeah, it it was it was amazing. It was a great. It was better and it than the Super Bowl. that Buffalo never got a chance to possess the ball exactly. in overtime. Rules are changed now, so they will now moving forward in the playoffs. Uh, NBA more offense, you know, letting play, you know, more yep. offense, more penalties, more offense. Letting uh, guys the, walk the, five six steps to the yep, basket. Yep, yep, yep. The Euro <laughs> step not being called. Um, what's what's the other ones? The What's the other sport? MLB, you know, dead ball, more base runners, more runs. Yeah, that that's what the that's what you know sells tickets. What their NHL is never going to be as big as you know NBA, NFL, but right. in the United States. But like that's the thing, and like that adds drama. You get more games. Like even if it was a distinct kicking motion, let it go. You know, like people pay to watch the players. People pay to watch the coaching. They don't pay to watch the referees put their noses in every little bit of the game and ruin the game. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're not going to call the high sticking on dry saddle twice, very bright. Right. Then yep. don't call like, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to, I'm trying to say is let them play. I think kicking is great because it adds a, you know, a element to the game that you have to learn how to defend. Sure. You know, like I'm not saying let them, you know, if it's skittering, don't kick it. But like you should be able to angle your your skate and get well, a goal. They do allow that. 
and, and that's similar that, to what's what what happening. In, that's that's similar to what was happening in this in this play. And that, and mm -hmm. honestly, the puck was going in anyway. He was coming in. He was trying to stop so he wouldn't run into the goalie or the post. And his skate made contact with the puck, and it went in. They called it yeah. off. See, the, the problem is you should be able to review that. They did. They did and review they it. It was, it was they cold. called it a good goal. They overturned the call. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, that that is a whole nother level that is That's absolutely asinine. They called it a goal on the ice, and there was not enough proof to call it off. No, okay, there and, was not. If you, see, if you guys who are not – I'm not saying you're uneducated, but you're not referees in the NHL. No. If right. you can see that it's like he's trying to stop and he's not trying to kick it in, then it should be a good goal. If you're trying to stop, you can't help it. Like the and skate, the, and the, the puck's going to go where the puck is going to go. The announcers, or what about that offside call or non-call uh -huh. against Colorado in game know. one? Was that game one? Yeah, that was terrible. Because that was insane. Like, he didn't have possession of it, but he did have possession of he it. He did just have possession of it. Yeah, it he sure did. Uh, okay, all this to say, we need to move on, but all this to say, the referees blow this year. It is honestly one of the worst <laughs> refereeing jobs I've seen, like consistently throughout the entire playoffs. Agreed. Also, one more thing I would like to say, referees should not be allowed to have Twitter because I saw some referee ream out some dude for something. I don't know. I was just like, buddy, <laughs> get off Twitter. Like the only, the only, the only NHL referee who's allowed to have any form of social media is Wes McCauley. Wes McCauley. Wes McCauley. He's the only okay. one. Okay, with him. Okay. okay. La la last thing about this, real quick. Okay. Okay. Then if I got an update on the game. Okay. If you're gonna let referees do this, they should have to go to the podium after the game and explain themselves. Wholeheartedly agree with that. 100%. Explain it to the public. Answer questions. And if you, if you can't answer the question correctly, logically, within the realm of the rule book, mm -hmm. he's suspended for two years from refereeing any any sort of NHL game. Or even Maybe like two months. Or at least or two at, months. Or, or, or a financial yeah. fine. A financial fine. Less yeah. than well, you know, what the players get because they don't they make like part-time salary. Or, or just take it out of their salary or something. To take it out of their salary, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, update on the game. It's still 1-1. Um, they had a little blurb on here that said Nazem Kadri was taken, uh, is being evaluated. So he's out of the game. And uh, the, Mike Smith just looked like Mike Smith just got injured, but he's still in goal. So, oh, my gosh. So, okay, if, if, if Mike Smith is injured and it's a long-term injury, no matter who – the right. Rangers play on the West. They're going to be facing a backup goaltender. Although Miko right. Koskinen, Miko Koskinen is, you know, wait, wait, wait. If the goaltender's injured and Nazem Kadri's injured, did he run into the goaltender? No, no, again? no, no. The 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 injury to Nazem Kadri happened in the first period. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the injury to Mike Smith just happened here in the second. Okay. Oh, okay, that's funny. Anyway, that would. We just and spent like Colorado just on. scored. It's two one Colorado. Get, get Koskinen in there, like Mike Smith injured. Get like, Smith. Like no you know Smith. what I'm saying. No more Smitty. Okay. Bye. So there you go. Two one two one Colorado. Okay. In Penguins news. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Rust signed a five year, a little bit over thirty million dollars over the span of five years. 
puts him at, I believe it's like 5.1 million a year average. And it's back backloaded, I believe. So he'll get paid less this year, more as it goes on. Um, I, I have, uh, it's a six year deal. Six year. 5.125 million. Okay. So a little over 30 million for six years. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the, that's, that's the contract. I couldn't remember if it was five or six years. But that puts him till he's 36. What are our thoughts on this contract, Jim? Go. I like it. Um, I think with the year that that Rust had, I think you almost have to sign him. Um, you know, Gino is is a little on the older side. <laughs> so is Latang. He's I putting mean, it nicely. Like 16, 16 seasons. Um, but Rust had to be signed, I think he and Gensel are the future of the franchise. So I don't think you can, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I'd understand if they, if they tried to sign him for less, but I think it's, I think it's a decent contract. Um, and then, and then in six years from now, you know, you see where you are, or even, you know, if, if he's not progressing the way you want him to, then maybe you trade him somewhere else and actually get some pieces for him. Mm-hmm. Abby. Um, I think it's an interesting deal. I'm not mad about it because, because you know, he has really good chemistry with, with Jake and Sid who are going to be there for at least a couple more years. So I don't think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a good deal. I think it might strap them because they've said that they want to re-sign Latang and Malkin. I think it it's cutting it a little close um, as far as how much cap space we have left for them. But like, honestly, letting one of them walk wouldn't be maybe the worst thing. Um, but overall, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Rusty deal. I love Rust. I have a Rust jersey. So I'm really glad he's coming back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think, so, I think, I think Rust is one of my favorite players uh, out of the big three. Mm-hmm. Outside the big three, he he and he and Gensel are probably one and one a, the five five. Um, okay. Uh, he also has a no move clause, so that's fun. Oh, but- that's true. But I mean, which means you can't just spin him at the end of the at the what, trade. But what, but what happens? What happens him. if you know if Pittsburgh if Sid and Gino and Latang all leave, then yeah, maybe he wants out, right? Yeah, that's true. And we my can get th- prospects. Sorry. Yeah. My thought is I would have preferred, you know, a, a, a shorter deal, like three years, 5.125. Yeah. I, I know that Rusty wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. He said that himself. He said he, he, you know, so like he would have been willing. I feel like, I don't know. I don't like, I'm, I, I love that we have Rusty. I would have liked him for, you know, three or four years, not the six years. Cause like, when they get around like 34, 35, you know, unless you're like Crosby, you start, you know, tape, tape you know, tape declining. Yeah. Yeah. Like we saw that with Jeff Carter. Like, I mean, he's 37. So, I mean, it's older, but like, you know, like he's got his deal and he said, he said himself, he started to feel the effects of an 82 game season as opposed to the shortened seasons that they've had since the he came to the league, weeks, yeah. Yeah. came yeah. to the Penguins. So like, like we signed him based on his production from like the beginning of the season and the last two years he was with the Penguins. Sure. And now he's tapering off because he's not used to playing the 82 game schedule. And that, that's just my fear. And like, I like to be able to, you know, have 
the movement and like you know as a team i like to be able to be like okay we have like four million dollars we're heading to the trade deadline we can bring in a bigger piece like we did this year with you know raquel yep and so that's just my 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 feeling i'm i'm i mixed feelings because i love that we have him i'm just not a fan of the contract itself i understand i understand well and and you know it's i think where you are is where i was with the tanf contract a couple of years ago yeah that i wasn't a fan of the contract but yet when it came down to it the production from the player was worth yeah the the contract in the end see i, I like i feel bad that, that he went to to seattle i really would have liked to keep him yeah because i think he would have been one of those guys that would have helped us immensely in this against these rangers yeah to lay some lay some wood on some people definitely unfortunately that didn't happen so here we are yeah looking back at that contract though i i appreciate and i like the tanif contract more than the rust contract because he's a different type of player like you look at the penguins we have the exact same style of player across the board like crosby gensel zucker brust carter all scorers and those are the guys we have locked up for over like this next year i mean we have brock mcginn who's an interesting player and we have you know bluger who's got one more year and zahorn and o'connor both have one more year like you know and then like you look at our defense and they're all the same player too so it's 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 so we basically have two players on the team we have a basically and defensemen yeah Yeah, so that leaves us with Danton Heinen, Kasperi Kapanen as RFAs, Boyle, Gino, Ricard, Raquel, Evan Rodriguez, Nathan Beaulieu, and Chris Letang as UFAs. And it, we also only have $23 million in cap space. Do we re-sign Erod? Wait, we have Will re-signed we? Erod? Do we, though? Do we? No, he's the one that's the most like, are we even gonna that try? one? He's an interesting, you know, case because he had limited production outside of Pittsburgh. He came in for two years with Pittsburgh and he, you know, exploded. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a kind of guy that you can either go and get your max value on the free agent market due to those last two years. Or you, you, you know, you sign him again, sign, take less with the Penguins. Because you know you do well with the system. Because you know you do well with the system. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. You finished my, like his career high before the last, this year was 29 points in 2018-19 with the Sabres, playing with Jack Eichel. And then this year, playing with Gino and Carter, mostly, he had 43 points. In 82 games. He played the entire 82 game season. Hmm. Yeah. So see, like, I, I guess he probably would be willing to take a little bit less, maybe. That's that's the question. Yeah. But you but again, like Pittsburgh also needs to resign Raquel, Gino, Cappy. Right. That's and where Tang. Gino and Tang are like they strap you down. Cause like if they yep. we were talking about this, if they take like Seven million each, which yep. would be yeah, really generous for 
the salary cap. If they only took seven million each, that would still leave us like how much cap space? Like nine million dollars. Yeah. And then if you re-sign Raquel, you gotta give him at least six of that. Yeah. That leaves you four million dollars for the rest of them, which is not nearly which, enough. But but you only need to sign two more depth forwards to start. And honestly, we have that in the AHL. We have Pooling, who should be able to make the jump this year. I'm sorry, he has to. You have uh, Hollander, who played some time up in uh, – I think he did. Or was that Bjorkvist? It was Bjorkvist. You have Angelo, who's uh, – he's a UFA. Bjorkvist is an RFA. And uh, But, like, you have Alexander Nylander, who could make the jump. So, really, if you re-sign Letang, Gino, and Raquel, fill the bottom with young players, you'd be set to go. You'd have the influx of youth. You you scatter the youth on the top, like the bottom six, the bottom three lines, and you're set to go. Okay, that's that's what I'm thinking. You could even re-sign Kapanen to a cheaper deal. Or if you don't want to sign Kapanen, you sign Heinen. Yeah, I you think know? it would be interesting bringing up some of the younger guys to play on a line with Carter. That way you have the, yeah. the, the veteran. Speed. Carter, but then you, yeah, you have the speed and the energy and the grit from the young. What guys. I would, what I would like to see is Carter centering a line with Angelo and Pooling. What about Zahorna though? Zahorna I think that would be really interesting. Oh, I didn't even think about Zahorna. I didn't even think about him. I don't know why I didn't think about him. Zahorna and like, yeah, you have o- O'Connor is a center, right? So have him center that fourth line. No. Yeah. A blue or two, so. Oh, you do have blue, yeah. Uh, yeah, O'Connor would probably get moved to the wing. But still, you put. But that's what I'm saying. If, if you re- with Carter and you have those big kids with the big daddy, that'd be funny. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, this team has the young talent who we've seen, but Sullivan just needs to get it through his thick head that it's okay having young guys on a team. Yeah. Yeah, we're one of the oldest teams in the league this year. We need the young blood. Yeah. So it'll um, be yeah. very the no the no move clause on Russ's contract only lasts through the 25 season. Oh, okay. Season? So the last two years of his contract, he doesn't have a he can be yeah. moved wherever. Uh 25, okay. 26, and 26, 27, and 28, okay. 27, 28. He's he's able to be moved. Okay, the, I, I, or I guess it's halfway through his contract. I like that a little bit more. Yep. It's almost like a three-year deal. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay. It's three guaranteed years with the Penguins. Yeah. Which puts him to 33 or 34. Right. That's not bad. Man, I like that. I'm not in love with it, but it's, it's decent. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason. Most definitely. Oh, I forgot. We need to sign a backup goaltender too. Yeah, because because I mean, there's. So let's talk about that. Does Smith bring him back and run with him, or do we get someone with a little bit more? I mean, honestly, I went back and watched the highlights of the games throughout this year, at least the first half of the year, and the first game the Smith played was was that Florida game, mm-hmm. and he wasn't bad. No, he really wasn't. Abby, I mean, Flurry, Flurry said, <laughs> "Want to stay in Minnesota or go to Pittsburgh?" That is what he has said. That is what he has said. 
and I would I, love I, it. All I've of my dear little friends. I've if told you this. Tristan, oh my gosh, I would love that. I've told you this. I've told you this before. If you do this, you need to sit down with both of them. Be like, look, Tristan, you're our man. You are the number one. You need to tell that to everyone, all the fans. My my only fear is you get you bring Flurry back. Jari makes one or two mistakes. You're gonna have a bunch of fans, a whole lot of fans chanting Flurry, Flurry, and this and this one is one of them. Yes, this, this little girl down here is one of yes. them. No, no, I love. <laughs> I've been in Jari's corner since the beginning. I have been in his corner. Don't even at me right now. But, okay. what I'm, but no, what I'm saying though is if, if Flurry starts struggling, you're probably going to be calling for Flurry or if, if Jari starts no, struggling. No, I'm not because I know Flower is not a starter anymore. Did you yeah. see him? Did okay. you see that series, that Minnesota series? No, he's not a starter yeah, he, anymore. He is a starter. He is he's a, a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter on a good team. He could Minnesota start. A good team. He was he he was struggling this last year because of how everything went down in Vegas, in Chicago, in Minnesota. It that's that's what it is. You you hey. saw his you saw his starts outside of the playoffs with Minnesota. He played amazing. He was amazing in Minnesota in his limited starts with them. That's true. That is true. Then the playoffs but. came around. It was it was confusing. Like, do you start Talbot? Do you start Flurry? It's not a good situation having a tandem going into the playoffs. But he, I, I don't know, because Jari has proven himself this year. Jari proved himself. Jari proved okay. that he no. is a starter, and so you get Flower, and you no. get Flower to back him up. I don't no. know. I just, no, I'm it. not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good situation in the locker room on the ice. What I'm saying is, you get the fans. Who That's true. remember Flurry from the cup runs? Remember how we looked with Murray without Flurry, and that the same thing happened with Murray. I loved Murray. I thought Murray was a fantastic goaltender. He couldn't get past the fact that the fans realized that he ran Flurry out of town. And if you bring yes. Flurry back into town and don't let him start, you're going to get the pissy fans who are you're saying calling for Flurry to start because yes, they are. can't they they can't get past the fact that he got ran out of town. I'm not going to be one of those pissy fans. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I, I didn't think I you love, were. So. I love both of them almost equally. Flower just a tiny, tiny fraction of an inch more. Flower has the charisma that Jari lacks. And yes. that's well, what makes Jari, him so endearing. Jari's, Jari's getting there. Yeah. The, anyway, I, I, back to the original schedule programming. I think you either, you, you don't, you don't, you don't resign to me as much as I love him. He's not a backup. He's a third stringer. You no. don't sign. You don't resign Casey to Smith. I think it's ran his course in Pittsburgh. Unless you sign him to a minor deal and let him back up in the minors, you sign someone out there who has veteran experience, who is a proven non-starter, in my opinion. So that James you don't Reimer? get people. James Reimer. You could say you could sign uh, Devin Dubnik. You could sign uh, Linus Olmark. I believe is a free agent this year. You know, there are plenty of guys. I would love to lean a small mark on the team. Jeez. There are plenty of guys who, uh, you know, could easily come in and uh, 
you know, backup case, uh, Tristan Jari. You, you got to think though, too, that, that there is, there's gotta be a market out there for Casey to Smith. Oh, most definitely. He will get signed by a team as that, a backup that he's, he's not, he's not going to, I don't think, I don't think it would be fair to sign him to a minor league contract because no, I, think, and I don't think he wants that because I think he would, I think he would want an opportunity to try and, you know, sign with, um, sign with another team that would allow him to, to start more regularly. Um, and I got to think that there's at least maybe four or five teams out there that would take him as their starting goaltender. Uh, I don't know if Casey's a starter yet. He hasn't really proven that to people yet that he's a starter. He's a solid backup. He's solid, but I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't say Casey's starting material. I think yet. he's, I think he's better than, than uh, who's the guy in Seattle. Yo, what? Uh, you think Phil he's Grubauer? better than Grubauer? He's not better than Grubauer. Grubauer just had so? a bad year. I don't. I don't think so. No. No. no, no, no I don't. He. I mean. He's okay. Not, Grubauer's not We're, much better than Dismith, but he's definitely better than Dismith. Not by a lot. Are the guys who are free agents in goaltending? You have Flurry. You have Darcy Kemper. He's I think he's a playoffs. starter. I think he's a starter though. Miko Koskinen, yeah. no thanks. Thomas Grice, that's an interesting one. That's true. He's on I Detroit, like Thomas right? Grice. Yeah, and then uh, Gorgiev and Samsonov are both RFAs. They'll probably get re-signed. Martin Jones, that's an interesting one. Braden Holpe, I would love Braden Holpe to come play for oh, the Penguins. be awesome. I love Jack, Holpe. Jack Campbell. Do you think Holpe's got it, though? He didn't look so good this year. He's a good backup. Okay, and he played 24 games. He was 10 and 10 and uh, had a 278 goals against 913 save percentage. So not bad. 913 is really pretty good. 913 is pretty good, yeah. But he was also – for 10 losses, yeah. And on a a mediocre Dallas Stars team, to be fair. Yeah, their defense is bad, Dallas is. Uh, You have David Redditch. Phoenix Copley, Colin Delia, Jake Ottinger, who's an RFA. No, he's going to get resigned. He's, he's definitely he, he's there. They're going to resign him. Yeah, Don't there's no way he walks. Mental. Malcolm Subban. Oh, <gasps> he can sing. <laughs> Scott Wedgwood. Uh, there are a lot of guys who are uh, Scott oh, Wedgwood. Scott Wedgwood. We could get Scott Wedgwood. He's good. He's a good. Backup. I wonder. Wait a minute. He's solid. Solid backup. Wait a minute. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is who? Oh Dustin, Co- Dustin Tokarski's a UFA. Dustin Tokarski's a UFA. Bring Dustin, Dustin Tokarski to Pittsburgh. Dustin Tokarski. I'm calling it right now. Dustin Tokarski's coming back, coming to Pittsburgh. Matt, was, Mike Smith just made the save of the series. Oh, he's still my in? gosh. Yeah. Okay. Are you watching it, Dad? Yeah. Oh. Well, here Anyways. I was thinking 
you were being present with us while we were. I'm with you. No. Am I, have I not been adding to the conversation? What do you think about Dustin Tokarski coming to Pittsburgh? That's it's a good backup. name. Snaps for the name. Yeah, I think he's he's uh, he's he's iffy. He'd be like kind of like a Casey the Smith kind of. Yeah, he's not as solid as Casey. I don't think I wouldn't trust him as much as Casey. No, I wouldn't either. But I think I would love for him to come to Pittsburgh. I love him. I love the name. I want him to come to Pittsburgh. Was he on Buffalo this year? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, his stats this year uh, played 29 games, a 327 and an 899. So not great. But just no, for the memes, I want him to be in Pittsburgh. <gasps> 2019, 1920, the 1920 season, he was with the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins. Justin, no way. We had him and we let him go. Well, probably because he had a uh, 317 had, and a 99. No, no. In 18 games played with Wilkesbury, he had a 197 and a 924. Oh, geez. That's nice. And then he yeah, played in the, in the NHL and had a, the following year and had a 354 and a 904. So, anyway. That's not awesome. No, it's not the 197. Not, or a 924. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an interesting offseason, not just for the Penguins, but for everybody. Yes, indeed. And it's I, fun to watch. I, I love free agency. It's my favorite time of year. It really is because of all that's the people. You're, that's because you're a GM at, at heart, though. At heart, yeah. I'm like, okay, no, you did do this. Okay. But one name that I would love to see the Penguins re-sign or sign is P.K. Subban. I'm going to be honest. Like, you get I, a personality, personality like P.K., on one of the biggest teams in the NHL, oh, that 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 would be amazing. Believe it or not, he actually likes Sidney Crosby, even after the little rough yeah. and tough and the respect Sidney Crosby. No, but I have something to say. Um, I would love that. Except his contract, his current contract is huge. How yeah. much would he be willing to be paid to come to well, Pittsburgh? As soon as he signed, as he was in Sydney's, as soon as he signed that nine million dollar contract, he was definitely not worth it, and his stats more than likely will prove that. Like his last few years, he had twenty two points, nineteen points, eighteen points, going back that nine year three three year nine million dollar deal with the Devils, with a plus minus in uh, this last year of minus eight, then minus sixteen, minus twenty one. Albeit on a very bad New Jersey Devils team at the Mm -hmm. time, but still. With those stats, the last few years, he he's not worth the nine million. I think at best he's worth two point five, if not three million dollars, at like a one year two dollar two million dollar uh, two year deal. Wow, let's, that's harsh. Let's sign PK and Malcolm. That way they can play on the same team. There you go. If you yes. sign Malcolm, that I gives you a little edge to sign PK. Right? There you go. Like brothers want to play together. <laughs> it, it'd be like. Hey, between the Penguins and the Steelers, there are four or five sets of brothers playing in the Steel City. Hey, like, let's, let's go. <laughs> that's no, P- I was looking at the free agents. I'm like, that's a name that I would love to see in black and gold and not Boston black and gold either. Agreed. <laughs> and he, he would he would be a cheaper, not, albeit less productive, but a cheaper Chris Letang replacement if we don't get a sign Letang. You, you, you think he wouldn't be as productive in the Penguins organization as – Latang was 
Uh, he's not getting 60 assists. No. Not like Chris Letang did this year. You, you look at, but, with Crosby, you don't I think don't he could do with with if and if we sign Gino again, don't you don't think so? I don't think Crosby, so. The highest against the highest Rust Malkin. His best season was the Cup run season with the Predators at fifty nine points in eighty two games. Yeah, that's true. And then he only had nine playoff points. I'll beat he was injured apparently for a lot of it, but like I don't, I I don't think you get the production out of him. But that's where you need, you know, Marino to take the, and Matheson to take that jump and that's fill true. in the void on the blue line for. That's but true. like you get you that top line of of uh, Matheson and Subban. Like Subban is a lot more reliable defensively than Latang was. That is true. In my opinion, like watching him, he's more of a two way defenseman, whereas Latang was like offense, offense, offense. And so him pairing with Matheson, who is also a pretty decent two-way defenseman, I think that would be a good mixture there. Also, though, Subban is, can get pretty physical, too, which is something our team needs, like we were saying earlier. That is, yeah, so, I agree. that is that also true, Dad. Thank, you for, thank you for saying that, Abby, because I totally agree with that. That sounded yeah. condescending. Why did you say no, it no, like no, that? No, 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 I'm serious. I really feel like we need that, that somebody who's willing – to, to get in somebody's face and say, you're not going to do this to our star players. <gasps> oh, Abby, Josh Manson is also a uh, free agent. Oh, I like Josh Manson. He's cool. Also, hey, what do you guys think about a Pittsburgh Penguin Oli Mata reunited? No, no thanks. Reunition. Reunition. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Justin Schultz? No. Now, Justin, Justin, I wouldn't mind seeing come back. No. No. Okay, you no. want physicality? Nikita Zadorov. Zadorov? Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Zadorov>. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's anyway. that's free agency. I think it would be fun uh, once we know who's actually free and who's not. Yeah. A little be- behind the scenes. Do like a top 15 players and pick which team they're going to sign with. I was looking at this. Um, I think that'd be fun. What is this? This is um, the Sporting News. They hey, they have listed their top thirty unrestricted free agents. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Johnny Gaudreau, number one. Yeah. Uh, Patrice, they're going to resign him. They're going to resign him. Patrice I don't know. John, number two. Ooh, does Bojie come back? Philip mm. Forsberg. He may, he's Claude Giroux. Okay. Mm. Nazem Kadri, Brian Rust. He signed. Vili Huso. Oh. Vincent Trocek, John Klingberg, Chris Letang. Malkin's not even in the top 10. So they're saying they think Gino's going to resign? Uh, Palat from Tampa, and okay. then Malkin's number 12. Ricard okay. Raquel's number 13. Okay. I want to know, okay, because I was about to say, maybe it's an age thing. Like, they have Claude Giroux, who's 34. They have Bergeron, who's 36 on there. Like, Chris yeah. Tang is 35. He's the same age as Monken. So, it's yep. not like it's an age thing. It's just like, which is stupid, because Gino's over a point per game. Gino's more yeah. of a homer. I think they probably just think he's going to. Like, get your head out of your butt, dude. It's, it's it, no, it's straight penguin hate is what it is. I bet the guy is a Predator fan. And he didn't Hang like on. Gino taking Let the Let me tell you who wrote this. 
uh, Brian Murphy from the Sporting News. Huh. Brian Murphy um, is an NHL content producer for the Sporting News. He's worked at NBC Sports and he's a graduate of Quinnipiac University. Well, yeah, he's a douchebag then. So, no, <laughs> I got to be careful what we say about the podcast because we may get people on as guests. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brian Murphy, I mean, he's, I don't know. I, you know, there's probably it's a penguin lot hate. that went in. It's penguin hate. It's just, I don't think it's hate. penguin hate, Andrew. Can we get back to actually talking about players? Because I'm interested to talk about where do you think Giroux's going to end up? Yeah. Would you like to see him in black and gold? Uh, I would like it just for the salty Flyer fans who absolutely have <laughs> absolutely because of the Penguin signing Drew. That would be Can funny. Drew on the third line if we sign him to like a, a one year, like two three million dollar deal. Could you imagine him on the third line with Carter? That never mind. No, actually, that would be, no, he be would like, he would he would play on the second. He play on the second line with Zucker and Gino. If he came yeah. to Pittsburgh. He'd I don't to. like. I don't want him to come to Pittsburgh. I don't like that. That's an old look. No, and I don't like I, it. yeah, I, it slows us down a lot, and we need to get faster this offseason and grittier. And Drew is neither. I true. true. I could. I could see him going to like a team like, like I. It's probably like an outsider, you know, it's a team that squeaked into the playoffs, like Montreal, maybe. Like I know Montreal didn't squeak yeah. into the playoffs. But Montreal is easily a contender this year with Carey Price back and healthy and mentally healthy. And I could see I could see Drew going there or Drew going to Dallas as well. I was going to say Dallas as well. I could see him going to Detroit too, though, because Dallas is already a really old team, and mm-hmm. they're going to be not looking for old people. That's true. I could see him going to Detroit. He would. He would bring a lot of stability to that team. They were yeah. really close, and they're all pretty much really young, except for like That's true. Mark Stahl and Pui Suter, I think, is older. But like, yeah, he. I think him in Detroit would be interesting. That that would it would give you like a solid second liner, you know, a reliable second liner liner who's not young and inexperienced. I th- that's a I didn't think about Detroit. That's a good. I like that. Detroit's. Good, I like yeah. him on Detroit. Okay, and another one I want to talk about real quick, Phil Kessel. Is he a UFA or an he's RFA? He's a UFA. He's a, he's a UFA. <clears throat> he had 52 points in 82 games, dash 24. I mean, with Arizona, that's pretty impressive. No, you can't yeah, look at yeah. this guy who was on Arizona. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I know. I Phil Kessel's an interesting one because he's old, but he can still shoot the puck pretty good, although he only had eight goals this year, so maybe he can't. But from what I saw, he was taking shots. And they looked good. How old is he? 34. Man, he looks so much older than that. So, hey, he's, here's he's an interesting here, here's an interesting idea. He signs veteran minimum with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Goes back to Toronto. Leafs legend. <laughs> Is that enough to get them over this playoff hump? Probably not. <laughs> right now, I think I think Toronto's issue is in their head. They got to yeah. get out of their own heads. Yeah. And Phil would do that. Phil would bring those hot dogs into the locker room, and he would just boost morale, man. Phil would do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, probably would. That's it, interesting. It, I, I, I don't know where Phil would go. Where do you think? I don't know who would want Phil. Maybe Seattle. Maybe. No, I think I Phil. Phil will sign with a team who gives him the best shot at winning the cup. That's my thought. Colorado. Not Colorado. No, I mean they're they're strapped. Florida's already kind of old. Yeah, Tampa's strapped as well. I don't think they sign anyone big. Vegas. Yeah, oh. they have capping, so but. Yeah, but Vegas is an interesting one. In my mind, I think I think Vancouver. Or Calgary, maybe. Okay, Vancouver. Because they've got the good coach. Yeah. They've got young. And you just bring okay. him in cheap. Throw him on that second or third line and you're you're good to go. Like you have a solid goaltender, your defense is really good. I could see that as a very big possibility, to quote Dwight Schrute. That's true. False. No, I'm kidding. I agree with you. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would be interesting. So let us know what you guys think about the free agents market. I This is my favorite. Oh, man, we're so close. Let's just get the cup over with so we can get the free agency. Like I, I like this more than Stanley Cup playoff when the Penguins aren't in it. Or yeah, for sure. <laughs> this, this, is, this gets me very excited. Yeah, I like I love... I, Go, Abby. I like trying to figure out what the different GMs are thinking. Like if they make a weird move, you're like, oh, what did they see in that? What are they what are they like yeah. envisioning for the future or whatever? It's like interesting yeah. to see. See, yeah. I like player movement. And in the NHL, you don't have a lot of big player moving like trades. Like this year, NBA trade deadline really made me sad because there was only one huge player move. Right. And that made me sad because normally in, in basketball, it's like everyone's making moves because it's the basketball, this NBA. But in the NHL, it's like the only time you see player movement is free agency. And when there's not big name free agents, it makes me sad. But this but you- year, you know, you have a lot of free agents who are big name guys. Like, I mean, they're older, right. but they're big name guys. Andrew. Do you see Bergeron getting re-signed by Boston? It's either that or he retires. He's not playing for another team. I'm sorry. He's played his entire career with Boston. He just got the captaincy. He's not signing with a team. If he doesn't get re-signed by Boston, he's retiring. That you heard it here first. How old is he? How many seasons has he played? He's he's 36. So he's 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 had his he's had 16 seasons, 17 seasons? Uh well, he was drafted when he was 18. Oh, no, he wasn't. He was in 2003. So, yeah, he was 18. And he signed his first contract in 2000. Oh, no. That was his, his extension. Where was his first year? Sorry. Uh, 2003, 2004. He played 71 games with Boston. Put up 39 points. Made the playoffs. Got knocked out in the first round. So, yeah, he's been playing since 2003. So, 18 years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. yeah, I can see him retiring. If if Boston doesn't resign him, he'll yeah. retire. A hundred percent. He's not playing for anyone else except Boston. Uh, that's just me. He seems like a very loyal guy, and Boston that treated him very well. It's true. He's not leaving Boston. What about Johnny Goudreau? Do you think he gets resigned by Calgary? 
I mean, the man just put up 115 points. The like guy, the guy is your, that's your whole team pretty much. Offensive. Him, yeah. yeah. If, if you don't yeah. sign him, you're going to a regret it for the rest of your GM career Two, <laughs> you leave Calgary in a world of hurt, and they're a wild card team at best next year. And mm-hmm. three, yeah, there's not another three. It's, it's just like, if you don't, it's, you're absolutely ridiculous and belong in Arkham Asylum. But like, because Johnny Goodrow, you know, he's Johnny Hockey. Like he had the quietest 115 points this year. Like I didn't hear a peep about him in the, the hockey world. You're absolutely all, right. Austin you're Matthews, right. Connor McDavid. Like, yeah, great. Johnny Neil Goodrow. Dreisaitl. Like, okay, Johnny I get Goodrow. it. Like, Sure. Yeah, he probably has – yeah, he has 30 more points than the next highest guy on this first page of RFAs or UFAs. Like, yeah. yeah he's got to get re-signed. He's got to get re-signed. And if you don't, he's going to have a pick of a litter for teams oh, to go Oh, he can go, go wherever he wants. He can go wherever he wants, and he will get paid whatever he wants. He's in the best situation you can be in a contract year. Yep. Like, he's young. Like, he's 28. You get long-term, big money. Like, he's probably, like, the th- that was the top free agent on the list, right, Johnny Goudreau? Yeah. Okay, good. Because if not, he's an absolute idiot. But, no, he got something right. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. What right, else do you want, want to talk about? I was just going to say, let's talk about the bracket challenge. And then we'll wrap up this episode of the Pencil Stuff Podcast. Thank you for listening. Didn't we already talk about that, sort of? No, it was before we were recording. Yeah, when we, were talking yeah about we were recording when we talked about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez, Dad. Now I have to edit. We're going no, so well. They can get the raw footage. If you go back, uh, I think it was three podcasts ago. Four podcasts ago? I don't even keep track. I don't even remember. End of April, because that's when the playoffs started. We put out, filled out a... Uh, Bracket challenge that the NHL does every year. And needless to say, none of us did as well as Wayne Gretzky. No, but we did do pretty darn good. Well, some of us did. I will start because it's really quick, really easy. First round, I got one right. (laughs) And that was Colorado. That was the the easiest. Like everyone had Colorado. I don't think a single soul probably had Nashville knocking out the abs, but they did. And then I had, you know, Minnesota advancing, which almost happened. I had Calgary, uh, Dallas. Oh, no, I had, oh, no, I had Calgary too. Okay, we're good. I had Calgary advancing. I had LA advancing. I had Washington advancing. I had Toronto advancing. I had Boston advancing. I had Pittsburgh advancing. As you know, my entire East bracket was wrong. And then I had Calgary and Colorado. And then I had Calgary beating the Kings which was Edmonton, but Edmonton won. And then I had Minnesota knocking out Colorado, which St. Louis didn't win. And then I had Washington beating Toronto. And then I had Pittsburgh beating Boston. And then I had Pittsburgh beating Washington. And then I had Calgary beating Minnesota. And then I had Calgary winning it all, which would have been a heartbreaker. And I'm really glad Pittsburgh got knocked out in the first round, as opposed to the Cup. I've not been alive, or I hadn't been interested in hockey the last time the Penguins lost the Stanley Cup. Which has only been once. The only time. Just for the record. It's lost the Stanley Cup when they were in it. Yeah. So, yep. 
I had a total of 20 points because I had Calgary and Colorado right in the first round. Abby, what does yours look like now? Um, I have one team correct still, and that's Colorado. I did hey a little yo. bit better in the first round. I said I got Calgary, Colorado, Florida, and Carolina right. Um, but I said LA, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Minnesota would win their respective rounds. They did not. Um, they did not. I also Florida would win the second round. I also said Florida would win the third round, and I said they'd win the cup. So that's kind of screwed up. But um, <laughs> I have I have the abs going all the way to the cup, so that could still happen. But then pretty much my entire East bracket fell apart after the second round. So nothing in the East is going to be right for me because I had Carolina and Calgary for the conference final over there. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or no, Just it real- been Florida. Man, the way they have this set up is weird. I would have had Calgary and Colorado and then Florida and Carolina. But Florida and Carolina are both out, so is Calgary. So, yeah, I'm pretty yep. much. Real quick, I want to say I'm pretty sure like 50% of the brackets had Colorado going all the way. And if you didn't, like, probably. you had like Calgary, like me. Like, those were probably the two biggest odd, odd like, you know, yeah, it's true. Unless you're a homer like me and pick like your favorite team to go all the way. But it sure. is what it is. Jim, how do you look? Um, I look horrible right uh, now. You can't look worse than me. So I I got Colorado. I got Colorado, Calgary, and Edmonton in the West. Correct picks. I got Florida, Tampa Bay, and Carolina correct in the East. And I also got the exact number of games for Florida and Tampa Bay. Well, aren't you cool? And then, um, yeah, after that, everything got shot to crap because I had Florida going (laughs) all the way to the finals uh, and losing to Calgary in the finals. And then I had Calgary going all the way to the finals. I had, I had Colorado advance out of the second round. So I got points for that. Um, but I did not get points. I, w- I have no more points to get. Everything's done for me. Cause I had Calgary. I have, I have 50 more points that I could get if Colorado makes it to the cup. I have, I have uh, 91 total points with zero points remaining. I have, 68 points with 50 points remaining. I have 20 points with no points remaining. So, Also, I got the correct number of games in the Colorado series. I said they'd sweep, and they did. I had Colorado in five. I gave Washington a Nashville single game. And they almost won that one game. Yeah. Overtime. Sad. But But they did not almost win the series. So, No, not even close. So that's a bracket challenge. And uh, I think that's everything we have for today, guys. I think so, too. So thank you so much for listening to the Pens and Stuff podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, email is in the show description. But, Jim, say it for the people just so they know and can hear it is, beautiful ears. It is penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And because our socials are all different, link in the bio for those socials. You can get We're our socials it. down in the 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 show description as well as abby go ahead we're on instagram twitter and 
I guess we might have a Facebook group. Anyways, but also um, Facebook page. Yep. Um, but also, if you would like to support us on Patreon, yes, Patreon.com/slash pens and stuff. Is it pens and stuff or pens and stuff podcast? I believe it's pens and stuff podcast. But Anyways, the link is also Patreon. in the show bio. So the link is there. We would love for you to support us for as little as five dollars a month, and you can get yep. exclusive access to special. Um, behind the scenes things which should be super fun and we would very much enjoy interacting having you along yeah part of the family. absolutely yeah also be on the lookout for a show that abby and i are going to be starting up if you know the herd with gone cow herd it's a great show i recommend everyone listen to it who's interested in football and basketball they don't talk about anything else but yes <laughs> and it's going to be a lot like that hosted by abby so you get to hear more of her beautiful voice and i'm the sexy joy taylor at the, the show so yeah, what's not to love? So be on the lookout for that. We will link, plug it in this show as often as we can. I.e. once a show at the end. So. Yes, there you go. Very, very excited about that. Once you get back from your excursion. Did Vicinette lose a bet? Why? Probably. I, I wish you could see this. He's got a bald haircut. Every team he votes for loses. He was voting for Carolina. Like, like right around here is bald. And this is still there. So he looks that, like. They can't see what you're gesturing. So he's got, he's got the Baptist preacher look going on. Just like he's got a. Something like that. Yamaka on the back of his head. <laughs> a skin yamaka. No, 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 no. I mean, it's, it's not a skin yamaka. It is a complete. He got it shaved. It is, on the top of his head? it is shaved on the top of his head. It's a reverse mohawk then. No, it's not even a mohawk. It's it's, com- like it's a, a complete, it's like a reverse bowl cut. Oh, like the whole top of his head is shaved, but the sides yes. are still. Yep. Yikes. You, you got to get on You got to get on and see if there's any screenshots on Twitter or in yeah. the, out there on the online. I bet there are. It's ridiculous. Anyway, folks, until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And let's go free agency. Let's go free agents. I'm not even mad. Let's freaking go. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.